Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, November 13th, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. Well, today we have a great number of things to celebrate. We start in Mont Richard in France, where we recall Our Lady of Nantuel, Notre Dame de Nantuel. This church is said to have a fountain that has healing powers. Since the waters were blessed by St. Martin of Tours, who then used them to baptize converts. Today we also recall the dedication of the Abbey of Beck. The Abbey's complete name is Abbey Notre Dame du Beck, the, lady, the Abbey of Our Lady of Beck. Likewise, in 1695, in Santa Rosa, Ambato, Tunguajau, Ecuador, we have Our Lady of the Elevation, La Virgen de la Elevación. On this day, Our Lady appeared to the native, the indigenous, uh, Juan the message that he was given was that the town should do penance for their sins, otherwise a great punishment would follow. Unfortunately, the warning was ignored. And just three years later, in 1698, a terrible earthquake almost entirely destroyed the city. Since then, devotion to Our Lady has become more serious. In 1475, in Seon Valais, Switzerland, the commemoration of Our Lady of the Seven Joys, Notre Dame des Sept Joies. On this day, after a miraculous victory in the battle on the, on the Planta, the bishop ordered that this day be remembered in honor of Our Lady of the Seven Joys. Lastly, in the Cathedral of Valencia, in Venezuela, the Virgin of Help of Valencia, La Virgen del Socorro de Valencia. In 1910, on this day, the image was solemnly crowned under the direction of, of Pope St. Pius X. Today, as we celebrate Our Lady of the Seven Joys, we can meditate on how Our Lady is called Cause of Our Joy in the Litany of Loretto. In Pope Francis's Evangelii Gaudium, the Joy of the Gospel, he writes that the Gospel, radiant with the glory of Christ's cross, constantly invites us to rejoice. A few examples will suffice. Rejoice is the angel's greeting to Mary. Mary's visit to Elizabeth makes John leap for joy in his mother's womb. In her song of praise, Mary proclaims, My soul rejoices in God my Savior. Thus far, Pope Francis. And so, just with those few biblical quotes, we see that joy is something that surrounds Mary. It's almost like a cloud or an aura. Now, in his apostolic exhortation, Gaudete in Domino, Pope St. Paul VI writes that no one is excluded from the joy brought by our Lord. The great joy announced by the angel on Christmas night is truly for all people, both for the people of Israel, then anxiously awaiting a Savior, and for the numberless people made up of all those who in time to come would receive its message and strive to live by it. The Blessed Virgin Mary was the first to have received its announcement from the angel Gabriel, and her Magnificat was already the exultant hymn of all the humble. Whenever we say the Rosary, the joyful mysteries thus place us once more before the inexpressible event which is the center and summit of history, the coming on earth of Emmanuel, God with us. John the Baptist, whose mission is to point him out to the expectation of Israel, had himself leapt for joy in his presence, in the womb of his mother. 
When Jesus begins his ministry, John rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. With Christ, Mary sums up in herself all joys. She lives the perfect joy promised to the church, Mater Plena Sancti Letitiae. And it is with good reason that her children on earth, turning to her who is the mother of hope and of grace, invoke her as the cause of their joy, Causa Nostre Letitiae. That is very, very beautiful thought. He says, with Christ, Mary sums up in herself all joys. She is the perfect joy promised to the church. And that's why her children on earth turn to her and invoke her as cause of their joy. So what does this mean practically for our lives then? What what should we do? Well, turning back again to Evangelii Gaudium, Pope Francis says, the memory of the faithful, like that of Mary, should overflow with the wondrous things done by God. Their hearts, growing in hope from the joyful and practical exercise of the love they have received, will sense that each word of Scripture is a gift before it is a demand. And then right towards the end, he says, Mary is able to recognize the traces of God's Spirit in events great and small. So today we can ask ourselves, do we invoke Mary as cause of our joy? Do we ask to participate in her happiness? Do we try to find God's spirit in events great and small so as to find joy in everything? That's truly our mission today, to find joy in everything, to really make Mary the cause of our joy.